Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time and your host of Buy the Books. I'm here today with Ryan Rudenberg. Hello. Did I get it right? You did. I've gotten to practice a few times. You have. You have. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So, Throughout my whole life, it's been a bunch of different things. So Rudenberg's good. <laughs> yes. We just had a discussion about how yep. many ways Ryan's name gets screwed up. Yeah, Rudenberg, Rudabega, I've been called everything. <laughs> Kids are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's okay. So one thing I was telling you earlier is that through our mutual networking events where we often see each other, Mm -hmm. I'm always amazed how you come in with such positive energy, positive attitude. I've never seen anything different from you. What's the secret? Well, it's not easy, that's for sure. But for me, every day it starts with positive information. And yes, I actually do it. And um, basically, the, the first thing I do is my, you know, my alarm goes off. I get up at the same time every day, 7 o'clock, get rolling. It doesn't matter what I'm doing for the day. I got to get my mind right. And literally, I'll go into the bathroom and have a conversation with myself and just say, really? hey, yeah. Today's a good day. It's a new day. It's now, up are, to you. Huh? Are you saying this out loud? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're saying it out loud. You're looking yourself in the mirror. Yep. All right, and what do you say? And so basically, today's going to be a good day. It's a new day. I do network a lot. I do meet with a lot of people, and you have to stay positive and in a good mindset because you never know who you're going to meet. Because I've been out able to throughout uh, about six to eight months that I've been um, been networking, meet some really cool people, just like yourself, that have, has literally changed my outlook on my business. I've been able to integrate things people have shared with me and shown me, even though they don't think they're helping, they're helping. So it's always good for me to keep a positive mindset. And if I find that I'm a little off in the morning, which some of us wake up that way, you just got to correct it right away. Because if you jump into your day with a bad attitude and it gets a couple of hours in, it's really hard to correct it in the middle of the day. So I've heard about doing these positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. I've never actually done it myself. Yeah. When did you start doing those? I started doing it, um, it really, so a little bit of background. I um, got divorced two years ago and it really started, I was struggling. I was going through a tough time as probably a lot of people have. And I started to find myself kind of regressing back into a negative mindset. And I've pretty much always had a positive one because I was I was struggling. Um, and then one day, you know, I just was going through weeks and weeks and weeks of struggle and struggle. And in, in my business and sales, it's really hard to have, um, you know, a good mindset and, and the ability to help and assist people when you can't even help yourself. Mm. So I just started, you know, one day it started, I woke up again and I was just upset and, and, and just not feeling good. And I literally was staring at myself in the bathroom mirror and I said, Ryan, what are you doing? Like, you can change this. You can change your mindset. The stuff that's getting your way is between your ears. Mm. So literally just having that vocal conversation. And the first one wasn't too positive. I was kind of yelling at myself, like, listen, snap out of it. Come on. I mean, you're only hurting yourself. You're really only hurting yourself. So went through it that day and it and it worked pretty good. So I got up the next day and just said, this is something I'm going to do. And it only takes a minute. You know, you're in the bathroom waiting for the shower to heat up or whatever. And you just stand there and say, today's going to be a great day. And just saying that out loud. A lot of times it, it, 
it comes to fruition. So how long ago was that? It was about, I would say about two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what has changed for you seeing your lifetime before you started that mm-hmm. and then doing that for the last two years? What transformations have you seen in your life? Okay. Well, the transform, the big ones have been meeting people and gaining new friends. Because when I was in my, you know, my kind of depressed state, I just wasn't going out there and meeting people. I wasn't networking. I didn't want to do that. I was in a negative mindset. So all I wanted to do was get through my day Mm. so that I could just go home and feel sorry for myself. And, you know, that doesn't help anybody. So when I changed my mindset, I just kind of threw myself out there. That's when I started networking a lot. And I kind of just dove in head first. I'm I'm a guy that doesn't stay in the center lane. I like to play on the railing. So I I just kind of went all in and said, hey, I'm going to put everything I've got into this and see what happens. And slowly but surely, I started making connections, meeting friends, meeting people. And it just completely accelerated my business and actually changed my business completely because I used to be, you know, right now I do health, healthcare. So I am your health craftsman. So I I help people, individuals, families, and small businesses with health coverage. I used to do a lot of heavy dialing, calling, cold calling, reaching out just to try to help as many people as possible. But with the opportunity of networking, it really changed into wanting to help the small business. Uh You know, a lot of people in America are struggling in the past Mm -hmm. two years been difficult you know sometimes maybe people thrive a lot of people didn't thrive so how do we come out of this and to build back America in the way that we need to, it's 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 all centered around small business. So supporting that small business, being out there for them, you know, even just simply if I can't help them with any type of health coverage, you know, what have I learned through my experience that I can share with a, a blooming business owner, or even somebody that's been in business for 10 years? There may be things that you can share. So that really changed it. And I really started focusing my business around small business and face-to-face in the community. Now, I am licensed in 33 states, so I can help anybody, but I my focus has really shifted to in-person and sitting down with people to make sure that they have the right solution. And that changed everything. Nice. It did. Okay. So one of the things I've talked about on this podcast before is an abundancy mindset versus a scarcity mindset and how this plays out into network settings. Correct. Um, You and I are members of an organization that has designated exclusive seats Mm -hmm. So, for example, I have the bookkeeping seat. Correct. And no one else can join the bookkeeping seat because I've already put my stake on it, right? Now, me personally, I try to adhere to that abundancy mindset. So, it does not bother me in the least if another bookkeeper were to come in. I actually would see that as an opportunity and probably a great synergy partnership. But there's a lot of people that don't have that mindset that get very territorial, right? Now, you have the health insurance seat. I do. What has impressed me about you, and you very much practice that abundancy mindset because I've seen you do it, you will actually bring as your guests other health insurance people. Yep. And I've seen you bring a whole group before. Yep. Four or five different ones, and they'll stand up and give their their pitch And you will have the biggest smile on your face. Absolutely. You will be encouraging them, mentoring them. I have been so impressed with that. Well, thank you. That speaks to your character in a really big way. So I'm guessing you've probably become a mentor to a lot of other people in your industry. I have. From what I've observed. Yep. How does that play into your business strategy or does it? 
It, well, it, it does because again, uh, it's it's an abundance mindset, like you just said. So the the agents that I bring with me to I, what I'm doing is I'm sharing the experience because a lot of people um, they think maybe they've networked before, but tr- have they truly? And have they been taught how to network? correctly because there's a there's a right way and a wrong way i mean not really wrong way but there's a way that you can be successful and then maybe not so successful so the opportunity to show these new agents they're they're new agents and so they've never been exposed to this before so to show them these groups and kind of introduce them to people and it's a lot less scary when you have somebody with you yes. that can kind of hold your hand and say, hey, I want you to meet these three people. Just have a conversation. Um, and I've had those agents come back to me the next day and say, hey, somebody wants to set up a face-to-face with me. Are you cool with that? I'm like, absolutely. You know, the more the merrier. It, it doesn't really matter because it's all about relationships. Yes. It's not the seat, you know, just because you have a book seat, keeping seat, and if you don't participate and you don't show up to the meetings and you're not engaging, people aren't going to send you business. So to to lop that off, it doesn't make sense. Or maybe there's a situation that plays out that or maybe you're not the right fit for a client. So having somebody that you've already vetted and trust and know to pass that business off to and know that that client's going to be taken care of, that is the most important thing in the world. It's the client. It's not about you. And if you make it about the people that you're serving, everything washes out. You're it always right. works out. So the more I give, the more I push away, it seems funny, push away business. I don't sit down with somebody trying to extract, hey, can I sell you something? Right. How can I help you? Where are you struggling? What maybe have I been through that I can share with you? And I've found that by doing that, the harder I do that, the more business comes to me because people feel they just feel not obligated, but it's like, man, he really helped me. I re- like, I really like his approach, and I will pass my client over. Like, no problem. I know he's going to take care of him, and that's what I've built, and that's what tends to start happening. Um, and it's not instantaneous. It takes a lot of work, and you have to yeah. be consistent. But if you do it, it will it will come to fruition. I absolutely believe that. Yep. And I, I can say in a very short amount of time of knowing you, I mean, we met maybe – Six weeks ago? Something like that. Two months, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Um, Even just within that short time, I put a lot of trust in you because of what I've witnessed from you in that abundancy mindset, helping other people, bringing that positivity. I've been very impressed with you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I have noticed maybe you networked a lot, but I think after we met, I started seeing you in more places. I don't know if you picked it up or you were already doing that and then I knew who you were. So maybe, but um, it is is important to move around and just not stay stagnant. Oh, absolutely. And meet as many people as you can. That was one of my goals this year was to meet 500 new people. And I think a point you made earlier was really important that you actually should see it as an opportunity when your competition comes on the scene. Yep. I absolutely believe that. In fact, I started a networking group just for bookkeepers. Yep. um, With a few different strategies there being exactly what you said that I'm not going to be the best fit for everyone. And I know that. In fact, I would just say, you can tell me if you agree. If you're a good fit for everyone that comes across, you might want to re-examine. Yes. Because you probably haven't honed in on who really is your target audience. Correct. Who really is your ideal client, yep. right? If you're seeing everyone that comes your way as business that you should have. So because I have fine-tuned the kind of client that I'm looking for, and that c- could be something as simple as software, 
I have decided we're only going to stick to one software. And that automatically eliminates a lot of other potential customers that don't want to use that software or they really love a different software. Yep. So I know anyone that doesn't want to get on this platform is not going to be a good fit for us because I'm going to keep us streamlined. I'm going to make sure my staff only has to learn one system yep. and our training videos are consistent across the board. Yep. That's a decision I've made for my business. So automatically for that reason, I know a lot of people that come to me are not going to be a good fit. Correct. And then there's other things too, but how great is it that when someone comes to me and I know it's not going to be a good fit, I can say, you know what? I know someone yep. that knows your software, that knows your industry. Let me introduce. Let me get you guys um, introduced to each other and let them run with it. Yep. I have done that on numerous occasions and I've had people come back to me to say, I really appreciate that you did that. It really speaks to your character. So I was able to gain clout with that person, even though him and I aren't doing business together. Correct. You don't know how that carries forward into the next person they talk to. That yep. is a good fit for me. You've, you know, you nailed it. So I do think I absolutely adhere to what you said that eventually what goes around comes around. It does. A hundred percent. Yes. Yep. So don't, I guess what I'm preaching is don't be threatened by your competition. Absolutely not. And like you, like, like you just said, in, in my world with the health industry is not everybody is a key fit. There's so many different plans out there. There's so many different types of usage. So my main goal is to determine what's important to the client. It's not about me. It's not about the sale. It's not about selling something that I want to sell. So I listen, you know, how are you going to use your plan? What's important to you? Where were your pain points in the past? You know, what was it that's causing you to look or to, to go out there and search? And a lot of times it's just salespeople don't listen. Mm. Um, and so when I start listening on how somebody is going to utilize it, how they've utilized it in the past, and if it doesn't line up to be a good fit with the product that I can offer, I need to have those resources that have been, I don't say vetted, yeah. but I don't want to just say, well, I can't help you go figure it out. Because I know in the world, there's so many people that pray. Yes. Um, so in order to be able to, hey, you need to call my friend. He's over here. I've known him for four years. He specializes in the type of coverage that you need. So I want you to talk with him. And it makes more sense. And I've done that with groups of businesses where I'm writing a big group of business and one person doesn't fit right. Mm -hmm. So I just explain, hey, listen, you know, I can shoehorn you into this and, you know, it, it, we can make it work, but I don't think it's right for you. I would rather send the business over here to, to help you. And like you said, when you do that, you don't know how that client reacts. It could become a referral from a friend, a family, yes. like, hey, this person could have taken advantage of me, but they actually told me they're not a good fit and this would work better for me. So I appreciated that. Absolutely. So I get a lot of referrals from that. I get a lot of client referrals that I take care of and it's it's easy business. So it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely. It really is. It really is. Yep. It's that, that principle of karma, right? Yep. <laughs> What you throw out there comes back. That's right. Tenfold. Absolutely. Yep. So I have really enjoyed getting to know you, hanging around you. You're one of those people that I feel like just being near uplifts my energy. Well, thank you. So, I appreciate it. And that's that's amazing. So I think it really speaks to how those affirmations really do work. Yep. Um, and, and the fact that you, there actually is something to that principle of being magnetizing, right? 
and I, I've never heard a bad word about you. Well, I appreciate that. It's I good mean, to hear. <laughs> you're well-liked. Well, thank you. And there's good reason for that. I do my best goes... to help everybody. So one thing that's interesting about you, whenever you and I first met face-to-face, mm-hmm. -face, somehow we got off on the subject of Elon Musk. We did. <laughs> now, <laughs> Kind of, of an obsession of mine. Well, and I will say, one of my <laughs> strategies in networking, especially when I get into one-on-one -on -one setting is I like to figure out what makes people tick, what brings out the passion, right? Because you, and you've probably observed this since you do a lot of networking. Mm -hmm. There are certain topics that when people talk about it, they get lit up, right? Yes. They're leaning forward, they're more animated, their eyes are lit up. It's almost never what they do that yep. brings that out. <laughs> almost never. Nope. You know, so you usually have to dig for it. And I've found even in some cases, sometimes you have to set a safe place first because sometimes it might be not something that they immediately are going to throw out there because it's to them maybe embarrassing or could subject them to judgment of some kind, yep. right? If it's, you know, especially if it's something that might be perceived as nerdy or, you know, whatever. Hey, so, the nerds are rules now. Yeah. So I've, <laughs> I've developed strategies over time that, uh, you know, to set a safe place where they don't feel like they're going to get judged if they really disclose what they're into. Mm -hmm. And I like to ask those questions to dig down and I had I had one really challenging person actually that was like I don't know if I'm going to get through the walls right because you can tell there's some people yeah. that really keep themselves locked down right yes, it's you got to find that way to dig yeah through. yeah <laughs> yeah so it, it sometimes it can be a real challenge but when you get there there in this one example I'm thinking of the the transformation from the person I started the meeting with to the person I left the meeting with was remarkable. But I found that the strategy to get me there in that case was to disclose myself, mm -hmm. right? Share some embarrassing things about me to get that safe place to where they felt comfortable to share themselves. Yep. And it was just remarkable to me, the difference. And when I finally found that thing that lit them up, I was like, oh, there it is. Because yep. a whole new person came out, right? Yep. So for you, that was Elon Musk. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What is it about Elon that gets you so passionate? Oh, man, where, where do I even begin? No, um, begin, because we uh, want the audience <laughs> to see this passion. Well, <laughs> it's just he is... He's a diamond in the rough. I mean, this is a once in a multi-generational human being that is literally changing the world. And it's very exciting to be alive at this time with with just transformation that's happening from, you know, the the mindset around business and how to run business, um, how to build a mission and follow that mission to a T and never waver, never listen to the noise and just keep moving forward to reach the goal. And then when you reach the goal, you revamp the goal because you can't just go, well, I reached it. We're good. That's how industry <laughs> dies. And he innovates, never stops innovating. Um, and so I've just really modeled my... I wouldn't say my life, but my mindset around what Elon does. And it's it's work, work, work. If you're not willing to do the work, 
who's going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can surround yourself with people in a team that can assist you, but it's ultimately on you. Mm -hmm. And just his, the other thing that kills me is his foresight of he can look 10 years down the road and see something is going to be a need. And he doesn't just wait around to, well, you know, we need this now. He has the foresight to go out and get it and say, hey, we're going to need this and start building on it now. And I just think a lot of people out there these days, they, you know, they look in their little manual of how you run a business and they, and they stay within those walls and they're just like everybody else. So what makes you Elon unique? He's, he's like nobody else, mm. nobody. And he catches a lot of flack for that. You either love him or hate him. And there's, there's really nobody in the middle. Uh, but the, I just feel the people that hate him just don't understand. Mm. And if you just took a second to understand the mind behind the madness, because he's, he's a little mad, but he loves it. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's just so inspiring to see that if you want something bad enough, nobody's stopping you. Nice. Even if somebody tells you you can't do it, go get it. That should drive you even harder. You know, so. I don't know if you realize it or not, but you're an influencer. Okay. Would you agree with that statement? Um, I, 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 I've been told, and I guess, I mean, I'm a little, like, I don't give myself enough credit a lot. I think that's a fault that I have because I, I just try to help so many people. But I have heard that a few times, and I, I do my best. I just feel it's being a good human being. I guess that's an influencer, but I just, I just, I truly like helping people. Well, I really do. Well, and what <laughs> I mean specifically is when you get passionate and talk about a topic, it's contagious. The people around you are getting excited about it. And the reason why I bring that up is when you spoke about Elon Musk in our first meeting and Tesla specifically, because oh. <laughs> you get really excited about Teslas. Yes. Okay. I sitting on the other side of the table come pretty much neutral when it comes to cars. I couldn't care less. Here's what I care about. This might make you laugh. Cup holders. <laughs> okay. That is my priority. <laughs> exactly, Ryan. Yeah, so just, you don't even understand. I literally Googled which car has the most cup holders. Okay. And it's not just about the quantity, it's the quality. Correct. Okay. Because some of these cup holders that some of these manufacturers be doing, we're not even going to qualify them as cup holders. I put my cup in there and it's fallen out. Yep. Like, it's an afterthought. You don't understand. And here, I'll pull this out for the camera. Um, this is what I carry around this jug of water, which is pretty big. Yep. I don't know how many ounces this is. Okay. So a cup holder needs to be pretty big to fit this, It does. which my cup holder, it fits just fine. It's great. I have no problem, <laughs> but I get into, I get into my husband's car. Okay. It's a BMW and I'm not hating, but BMW, you guys need to step it up on the cup holders because yep. a, there's no way my drink is fitting in there. There's just no way, but even a normal what i would call normal sized drink doesn't stay in there properly they have to have the thin base yeah yep. and then they position the cup holders in front of all of the knobs and and controls who does that yep okay so this is what <laughs> this is basically the criteria when i'm shopping for a car where are the cup holders how big are the cup holders how many do you have because i also use the cup holders for other things that are not cups so <laughs> oh, this this is my criteria, right? I literally do not care. As long as it has enough seats for me and the kids, I don't care. I need cup holders, yep. right? But when you came in and started talking about Tesla, yep. you told me a lot of things about Tesla I had no idea. 
I had no care about Tesla before that conversation. After that conversation, I was like, I need to to go test drive me a Tesla. Everybody does. (laughs) I'm serious. It'll change your world on driving. So this is why I say you're an influencer (laughs) because you took me from having zero care about a topic aside from the cup holders Mm -hmm. to actually caring and having an interest in it. That's why I called you an influencer. Well, good. It worked. (laughs) It worked. I mean, but that's good sales right there, even. If you're able to do that in your sales process, take someone that has no interest or care for a topic whatsoever and turn them into a fan. Yep. That that is a good skill to have right there. I do have that ability, but what I've found is just a lot of people, like you said for yourself, you just it's not that you don't care. It's just not in the forefront of what right. you're looking at. Right. And then as soon as somebody places it in front of you, you say, Hey, look at this. Yeah. It's like, oh wow. And yeah. and then you because it's it's important for everybody to make their own determination. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's some facts, here's some opinions, and you sift through them and figure out what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Tesla's not good for everybody, but uh you know, if you just took that shot and, and took a drive in one of them, I could imagine you're going to come out of there with a smile on your face. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> no, that seriously was on my yeah. radar. I'm like, huh, maybe maybe my next car, I'll get a Tesla. You should. All because of you, Ryan. Well, good. You see me I driving ride. around in a, t- in a Tesla one day. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. all you. Yep. And you're going to thank me because you're going to love it. Now, I will say this. If they don't have good <laughs> cup holders, that's going to be a deal breaker. We'll have to find out. You have to go to one of the showrooms and bring your hydro flask yes, and see if they fit. Exactly. And, it, and they have to be able to fit without cup Covering up any do- knobs or dials. Or we can check a new hydro flask. What do you mean? Oh. Something that fits. No, 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 The hydro flask, number one. The hydro flask stays, right? The car is negotiable. The hydro flask is not. We build everything around the hydro flask. Exactly. And if it's not the hydro flask, it's the QT extra large cup. See what I'm saying? I do. So even if the hydro flask, you know, kind of gets sidelined, it's going to be an equally large vessel. Vegetable? Vestibule? You know what I'm trying to say, right? Vessel. Vessel? There we go. Thank you. Man, (laughs) words are hard this morning. It's fun. So, yeah. So, that is just a non-negotiable. So, if Tesla, if they they don't have their cup holder game up to par, I'm just going to have to say, I'm sorry. That is a deal breaker for me. Okay. Well, (laughs) but here's the cool thing. Just tweet at Elon. He'll probably adjust it. Ah, Let's do it right now. (laughs) How do I tweet him? Are are you on Twitter? (laughs) I think I am. He responds. That's the fun thing. Is that the only platform he responds to? That's the only platform he's on. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Why is that? Do you think there's strategy to that? Um, Yeah, well, not really strategy. It's just he, um, it was a few years ago that he just was not able to explain and put out his opinions more openly. Um, And they kind of, uh, you know, uh, censored him a little bit and he wasn't really happy with that. So then he moved over to Twitter where there was less censorship. Um, And they're having a little bit of a struggle right now because Elon just actually bought the controlling stake of Twitter. Really? uh, Like 10 days ago. Yeah. So um, he's trying to make moves. I mean, the man makes moves in every platform, whether it's energy, vehicles, transportation, you know, the freedom of speech. There's just a lot of things that he puts effort into humanity because he's trying to change the world and accelerate people's you know moves to change and he's pretty much single-handedly done that now he can't do it alone but he's actually started the transition so nice yes 
So, all right. I am now a follower of Elon Musk. You should. And this is my business Twitter. Yep. So what do I do? I don't even know how to tweet somebody. What do I do? Well, you would just put, you would want to tag him. So you just tweet and then you tag his, like his, ta- his. Yeah, you just username. do at Elon Musk and then you type. Okay. All right. So what should I say? Well, what do you want to say to him? But um, the first thing is, is we don't know if the cup holders don't fit. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm thinking about getting a Tesla. Haven't yet test drove one. Okay. How would I set this up? But, but but it sounds weird, but the it, most important thing to me is the cup holder size. The most important <laughs> feature yeah. to me is the cup holders <laughs> size and quantity. <laughs> is Tesla up to par? Yeah, is that how I should end it? There you go. <laughs> like, it's really cool. The accessibility of a CEO of a company, I mean, he can't literally respond to everybody, but yeah. if you put up a viable uh, question or uh-huh. a concern about one of the vehicles, I mean, his response, I mean, you're talking five to 10 minute response time. If it's something valid, a safety concern wow. or something, maybe they haven't identified with the vehicle, you can literally tweet at Elan and say, hey, I found an issue. And if you look in the comments, you'll actually see him say, working on it right now. Wow. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, patch sent to your car. What other car company in the world can update your car within 10 minutes of having an issue and it's done without a recall? Take, I mean, come on. It's just, that's why I get so that's passionate. Really cool. It's changing the world and it's freeing yeah. up our time so we can run our businesses and not be the dealership. See how he lights I up know. audience? He's I, so lit up right I try. Now. I just want people to understand. <laughs> <laughs> so many people yeah. are resistant to change. Like I'm fired up right now. You should. Let's go test drive yeah. a car. Yes. No, we should. That should be our <laughs> They next... blacklisted me. I've test drove right. them too much. They won't let me test drive them anymore. <laughs> we can do it under my name. There we go. We just book it See, and I... then I'll be your passenger. Yeah. I feel like my first test drive needs to be with it you. It should be. Like you. Be ready to have your mind blown and you're going to yeah. want to sell your car as soon as you get back. But the hydro flask is coming with us. It should. And just so we're clear, <laughs> if it doesn't fit, that's a deal breaker. Yep. All right, where can people find you if they'd like to reach you, Ryan? Um, well, I can be found on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I, it's all Ryan Rudenberg, your health craftsman. Um, I work with U.S. Health Advisors, so that's the main parent company. But uh, um, I can be found on Facebook at you know at your, your health craftsman. That's the same on LinkedIn, the same on Twitter. I'd be happy to help and have a conversation with literally anybody. Um, you can also go to my website. It's ushealthadvisors.com forward slash Ryan Rudenberg. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. I had a blast. Well, good. I'm glad you had fun. (laughs) Yes, I did. And I'm Lindsay Klein with the Klein Honest Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time and your host of By the Books. Until next time, thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week. By the Books is presented by Sakline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Sakline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit sakline.com or email info at sakline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Sakline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.